Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey guys, let's talk about a common problem. You know, you and your girl are having sex, but it's taking her a little bit longer to come than you. There is an orgasm gap, right? We all know it exists. But you know what? I have the perfect solution for you. And that's my sponsor, Promescence Delay Spray. Their delay spray is not going to totally numb you out and it's not going to transfer to your partner. And for your partner, they sell a warming gel that is my personal fave. I use it all the time. They also sell lube and condoms and supplements that are going to make you both hornier. There's a reason why over 2,000 medical professionals recommend Promescent. And I do too. And today, just for listening to my show, I'm going to give you 15% off your first order. That's right, 15% off your first order. So make sure to order up, okay, because you're going to get 15% off everything you order now. All you got to do is go to DelaySpray.com. Use my code strictlyanon 15 That's DelaySpray.com. Use my code strictlyanon 15 or just go to the description, click on the link, and 15% will be automatically applied at checkout. Thanks, Promescent, for sponsoring my show. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hi, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram or Twitter, follow me at Strict Anonymous. If you are on a podcast app, make sure to subscribe to my show. If you're listening on YouTube, definitely subscribe to my show. On the podcast app, I think you just follow. <laughs> if you could give me a good review, that's always great. Five stars, it's super easy. Just tap the button. If you don't like my show, move it along. This is a call-in show where people call in while remaining anonymous and tell me about their secret naughty lives. If you have a secret naughty life or if you have a problem and you want to talk about it, you know, like relationship, sex, love problem. I love picking that stuff apart, talking to people, giving them my unprofessional advice. You can be on the show. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show or call my advice hotline 347 Seven nine. That's four three four seven four two zero three five seven nine. That number is in the description. If you want to call in and just leave a naughty confession, you could do that there. I change your voice so you remain anonymous there as well. Let me tell you, the guy Timothy who I have on today, he left a confession, and I was like, when I heard that confession, I'm like, okay, this is a great confession, but I want to hear the whole effing story. Okay, <laughs> Timothy is Jehovah. Witness, Jehovah's Witness. I don't even, I mean, sometimes I'm like, am I saying it right? So, Jehovah's Witness. And 
you know, so he gives that whole backstory. He's married now to a wife. They have like serious issues when it comes to their intimate life together. So eventually, recently, he started seeing a couple. Now, this is not the first time he has hooked up with a couple. He hooked up with a couple when he was very young, before he even got married. He talks about that situation. He talks about hooking up with his friend when he was younger because he happens to be bisexual. The couple that he's hooking up with now, the guy is bisexual. That's exactly what he was looking for. That's exactly what he got. And he's having the best time. And he's here to say that that cheating scenario that he set up for himself with this couple has actually helped his marriage, which wasn't so great. I mean, he's in love with his wife. What wasn't great was like their sex life. And it's only improved since he's been seeing this couple. But we get the backstory on everything. The Jehovah Witness program, religion, whatever you want to call it, is fascinating. Okay, wait until you hear him tell you how the fuck it operates. Okay, because it is crazy interesting. I'm always interesting. I hope we didn't talk too much about it, but we talk about that. Like I said, we talk about the stuff that he did sexually growing up. We talk about the issues that his wife has because of growing up as a Jehovah's Witness and some stuff that went down with her when she was younger that affects her life as well. But also, like I said, we talk about that couple, what he does with them. There's a lot of stories in here. This episode has it all. Okay, so I'm just going to get to it and be right back on with Timothy. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Timothy. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So, Timothy, refresh my memory and tell me what you're calling in about. Give me like the tagline or like, you know, the, the summary and then we'll go into details. I mean, you are married, you have a non-monogamous relationship with your wife, but you also do stuff on the side. Is that correct? Yes. But like the stuff on the side that you do, let me ask you this real quick. Is that stuff that she doesn't know about or... She she knows nothing about it. Yeah, no. Yeah, so this is where I'm confused, and this is where you're going to have to start talking, and I'm going to take a back seat. <laughs> it's like, you have an open relationship, right? Is that true? No, I, I, I'm I dyslexic. I, I'm, it's, I'm in a monogamous relationship oh, with sorry. my wife. Oh, sorry. Yes, that, that's my, that is my bad. I, I made that mistake. <laughs> yeah, because you gave me I'm a little sorry. skinny beforehand. Okay, wait. So you're in a monogamous relationship with your wife, and you're seeing yes. a couple on the side. So you're a cheater, okay? You're cheating, yes. but not just like with random women, with a couple, which I haven't heard that story before. So tell me about your marriage, how long you've been married, how old you are, your wife, and then tell me how it came to be that you wound up like having this relationship with a couple on the side. Sure, sure. So I'm I'm in my mid-30s. My wife is also in her mid-30s. I've been married for, I'll say, I don't want to give the exact date, but less than 20 years, more than 15. How about that? That's a long time. I mean, so you guys got married from the get-go. Yeah, yeah. We got married not long after, I'd say within a year of us meeting, we got married. But I mean, you were really young is what I'm saying. You were like 17, oh, yeah, 18. Yes. I mean, like crazy young. Yeah, I was young. I was way too young, way too stupid. To, to put a little bit of perspective on it, I hope some of your viewers are Jehovah's Witnesses because I am. And that oh, puts a lot of right. perspective. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, that puts a lot of perspective into it. 
we get married really early because unless you're just really good at like not masturbating and, you know, not fooling around, you get married just because you can't stand to not have sex. And so we got married. We, we had kids early, not long after we, I mean, within three years, we already had one kid and it's now up to three. So it's, it's been a busy existence since <laughs> we got married. And honestly, I love, I love my wife. She's a great lady, great mom. The, the issue, the issue with the witness uh, religion is that it breeds, it breeds narcissists and. Oh, really? Yes. It is absolutely a breeding ground for narcissist people. It's very authoritarian. Women are not allowed to, you know, make most of the decisions about themselves. The religion makes the religion, they, they make Decisions about how you can procreate, how how you can use birth control, uh, no abortion, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's very oppressive, and they just they like to know everything about your personal business, and yes. then they use that then they use that information against you mm-hmm. to basically. I would call it religious cuck. I mean, you, they religiously cuck you into like staying in. By making you miserable. <laughs> Explain that. Like, give me an example of that. Okay, so what they what they do is, let's say, for instance, let's just use, let's use my example. So yeah. let's say it comes let's say it comes out that I I cheated and that, that I've done bad things. So what would happen is a tribunal of three men at at my congregation would come together and they would say, okay, here's the allegations against you. What do you say for yourself? And I can say, well, I, I totally agree. Yeah, I messed up. And then they do something called disfellowshipping. Now, what that does is that you get cut off from your family. Your immediate family, like my wife and my kids, assuming that my wife would stay with me, I could still talk to them. But anybody else in the congregation, you can't talk to. They shoot you like you're dead. Wow. And so it, and so it literally, it, they... They say it's a loving arrangement. They say it's a loving thing, but in reality, it's 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 a it's a terrible, brutal thing that's honestly caused people to kill themselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard, I heard, I've heard from people in Jehovah Witnesses. It's, it's similar, also maybe in the Mormon community too, because they have similar kinds of stuff going down and i've heard that as they, well there. Mm-hmm. they do they do absolutely it, it, it's uh there it's a different i'd say it's a different fabric but it's the same coat i mean yeah yeah it really, it really is so getting back to what i was saying wife's a great lady got great kids but she's very controlling in the bedroom she basically about five years in i quit initiating sex because the answer was always no Mm-hmm. It was always no. And then when she wanted to have sex, I had to be ready to go. And if I was, like, let's say if it was three in the morning and she wakes me up because she's been up all night, you know, I need to be ready to go. And it was just, it's, it's, it's been hard. It's been hard on me mm-hmm. to enjoy sex. And it's just, it's not been fun. And I've, I've, tr- I've asked, I've tried to say, hey, look, I would appreciate it if we could do this differently. I, she actually even gets irritated with me that I don't initiate. And I said, well, start telling me yes more often and I'll initiate more often. Oh, because you even stopped initiating. I mean, it's been that long. Um, but we still have sex, but it's right. just on her terms. Right. You know, and so it's just it's just war on me over the years. And so getting back to the religious thing, 
you're also not allowed to, you're told that you're not allowed to masturbate. It's, it's actually labeled uh, self abuse. Wow. Is it, is how they, is how they label it. Mm -hmm. And so you're basically told that you're not, you're not allowed to touch your no, no parts. Yeah. And to relieve yourself of these terrible things, you know, terrible feelings that you have because you're a terrible person. If you have these feelings, you should just pray and then everything will be fine. Oh my goodness. Um, and so it, it it creates it creates a lot of sexual frustrated people. And I promise you, I am just one of I'm going to say millions of yeah. men around the around the country that are dealing with this. And maybe not exactly my same situation, but definitely shame around sex. I was uh, going to say yeah, not- shame would be the correct word because I'm sure many Jehovah Witness men and women do masturbate, wind up masturbating because sometimes that urge is going to be there, right? I don't know. And imagine how you feel or did you never or do most people not? I don't know, you tell me. I'm going to say most people do. Uh yeah. the reason that I say that is because that there there's people that are like within the congregation like they have their responsibilities removed for no reason. Uh, whether that's like holding a microphone or, you know, doing literature counters or wh- whatever. And they, they'll just suddenly stop doing it and they can't comment. They can't give talks. And it turns out that they might confess to you and says, well, yeah, I, you know, my wife caught me masturbating and I had to talk to the elders about it and now I don't have any privileges. And so it's a very oh shameful gosh. thing. Yeah. And, and so that over, you know, a 30 plus year of being part of the organization, it just really fucks with your mind. Of course. It fucks with you. And so... I'm sorry, even if you, like, you know, only had it for 15 years, it, you're, you're, this is getting shoved in your brain, your little brain from, like, the get-go, right? And in oh, your yeah. formative years. So you're fucked. I mean, that's, like, embedded in you. I mean, it's that's hardcore, you know, programming of... St- yeah. So it doesn't matter that 30 years... It, the first... It, Five years of them telling you this shit, it's going to stick with you. It's going to be hard oh, to yeah. undo that kind of thing, you know, programming, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Yeah. And and pornography is a no-no. Of course. And that, yeah. that will really get you in trouble. And so not only do you have urges, not only are you not allowed to relieve those urges, but if you want to explore what it means to have urges you can't do that either and so uh, so they're 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 constantly having talks at the from the pulpit or uh at these big conventions or assemblies that we have basically just it's the same thing you know it's bad it's from the devil it's you know it's gonna draw you it's gonna draw you away from jehovah and it's just terrible and 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 it's just it's a it's a bad deal I've also had really interesting sexual experiences within well, I'm going to call the Jehovah's Witnesses the organization because that's how okay, that's cool. the nomenclature. Uh-huh. So within within the organization, I've had a male friend when I was a teenager, he and I messed around some, not a lot, just fondling, jerking off, stuff like that. Nothing, nothing too, too crazy. And then I also had a, a couple that was a, uh, that were witnesses whenever I was a teenager that kind of set up a thing between the two of them, got me involved, and I had a maybe a three month fling with them. Is that what is that the couple that you were talking about? No, this is a that okay. Was, so a, yeah, let's go slowly because I'm just fascinated with every d- thing you're telling me. Okay, this couple. What the fuck do you mean? Then how old are you when you meet this other couple? I mean, I'm assuming you're not married yet, and you must be young. Like, what's not, going on? With I'm this? not married. Okay, how old are you? 
good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline, 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too, so you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. At this point, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm 18 to 19. Okay, so, so 18, you meet a couple within the organization. Is that what you're calling it? The organization? What is the name? Yes, yeah, okay. Yes. And I've known them for, for many years at, by this point. They've known me from whenever I was a teenager. Yeah. And so basically, he goes on a trip for work and asks if I would take his wife to a dinner. And I said, sure, not a problem. And I take him to watch the dinner on the way back home. I, when I'm taking her home, she goes, Hey, will you stop? I want to go look at some, I want to go look at some land over here. So we pull off to the side and she jumps my bones and I'm freaking out at this point going, Whoa, 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 you know, push on the brakes because this is like classic. It's the, it's the, it's the oldest JW story in the world. A dude has the fling with another guy's wife whenever he's a young guy. And he ends up disfellowship, and it just ruins everybody's day. So I'm immediately freaking out and going, no, this is not okay. And she goes, no, I'm going to call him Jerry. Jerry said it was fine. And oh, Jerry set this little, up. little cuck. Yeah. Yeah. How and old so are I they? Said, oh. Sorry, how old are they? So they were uh, they were in their mid-40s by this point. Okay. So she says, go back to Shuri. So she's like pushing herself on you. You're saying no way. And she's just like, don't worry. He's down. He's cool with it. He's down. Yeah. He's yeah. cool with it. So, they, so they've clearly been thinking about this for a while. And so we do it. And it was really interesting because he, he liked to watch. He didn't like to participate. Yeah. And so, and I thought that was kind of neat. Mm-hmm. Not long, not long after that, they end up getting divorced for completely different reasons. Yeah. And he moves away. She moves away, gets remarried. And we basically never talk about it. I still have loose contact with her. He died a few years ago, uh, tragically. And so it was just a really, it's been a really weird deal with that. But we would have a lot of fun. And then it just stopped. And we never talked about it. And that's, and that's a rarity within this organization because... People, Pete, you're, 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 uh, you're given a conscience. You're, you don't create your own conscience. You're given a conscience and then you have to use the conscience that you're given. And so for her to not say anything, for him to not say anything and feel guilty about it until the elders is, is remarkable for me at this point. So, but wait, but um, I mean, they're obviously by like having sex with you, you know, when you're 18 and they're not married and the whole scenario that they set up was against your religion. So why would they follow anything else about it? But what do you mean by consciousness? Like, I don't even I don't even understand what you're talking about, like for us to not talk about it, or, you know. So so your your conscience. Yeah. Uh, like like my con like a, a common term is like my conscience is bothering me. So I talk to the elders about this particular thing. Yes. And so. 
people that do something, they might feel regret later on and then say, okay, well, my conscience was bothering me. And they would bring it to you is what you're saying. You felt like it was odd that they didn't come to you or you didn't go to them. I thought, no, I thought it was odd that they didn't get a, they didn't grow a conscience and report themselves to the elders and then get me, you know, drug in. That, that, that's, that's what I was trying to say. Oh, okay. Okay. I Uh, get it now. Yeah. So there's not a lot really to talk about with them. No, but I what I just want to ask one more question though with them. Sure, okay? sure. Like yeah. how many times? Because like this time that you do it and you pull over, you're with her solo. You you know yeah. he's not there, but you said he likes to watch. So I'm assuming that you guys obviously then took it to you know you hooked up with them again, and when he was there, like what happened after that one time? Would it, how many times did you hook up with them? Them and then uh, where did it take place at their house? At their house, normally one time at one time at a lake, but the most most of the time at their house. So uh, it was it was football Sundays over there for him, and uh, that's when we would hang out. And she would basically walk out in a negligee, and he'd turn the TV off and he'd say, "All right, guys," and then we would go to the bedroom, and she would undress me, and he would just sit in the corner and mm-hmm. just watch. Mm-hmm. It. <laughs> It was it was awesome, <laughs> right? Right. So yeah, and that was a pretty common thing. I think one time, I think he touched my touched my dick. I think he was just more curious than anything. Mm-hmm. But that was it. Like he he didn't he didn't like to you know get blowjobs. He didn't want to spit roaster or anything like that. He was just like and he liked to watch it. So and you love that. Did and did you tell anyone about that, or was that like you? you oh just, no, no, no. I, no, right? No, I never told anybody that. Yeah. I, 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 I told my the couple that I'm with now. I told them that. Okay. But right. anybody, any like my wife, I've never told. I've never said it to my mom or my your dad friends. Or, your you friends, know, no, friends, no, your guy friends, nobody. No. Right? No, no, no. Because that's the other thing within the organization. There's a policy that they set up. Like, say for instance, if I hear of something. That some some wrong thing that somebody's doing, I'm just as guilty of it by right. not reporting. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got that, it. Yeah, it, mm-hmm. yeah. So there's this. So this whole there's a snitch culture. Yeah, that you have to do. People just can't be who they want to be. That was a, so. That was a great experience for you. It was. It was incredible. I. I, I <laughs> it definitely. Uh, it set the bar kind of high for me <laughs> in a lot of ways. And then one. Once I got married, I was experienced at this point, but I had to pretend I wasn't because, of course, because, yeah, because my wife was, you know, like she, she wasn't experienced at all. And so I had to, you know, like, what's this? Does this feel good? You know, that, that, you know, kind of like work from the bottom up and we got really good at sex and we really enjoyed each other with sex and stuff like that. But over time, it just, it she got to be more domineering and more domineering and it was just, it was not fulfilling for me. And I was having a hard time finishing. I was having a hard time maintaining erections and stuff like that. And it was really, it was bothering me. And so after our third child, I was just really depressed and having a lot of issues. And I got therapy. Therapy was so great for me because it, it, it taught me how to have compassion for myself it taught me how to soothe myself whenever I'm feeling anxious. Mm-hmm. And, and ultimately, I, it just allowed me to be who I wanted to be and to do it without guilt that was manufactured from a religion and organization. Yeah, that and, was put on um, you, right. Yeah. 
And so a few a few years back, I started listening to your uh, to your podcast, mm-hmm. and I was really turned on by the cuck stories and by the uh, wife swapping stories. And I just I love those. I yeah. loved hearing about it. It's so hot. And um, around that time, like I was having a really hard time with my with my wife because yeah. she just she was constantly you know making me feel bad about like hey I we were gonna have sex last night I thought we had plans and where were you what were you doing like you know just just really snide unnecessary comments about you know my sexual you know inadequacies in her opinion yeah and so and so I started I started I, I heard about a pro a, uh, an app called free fun on your app. And so I downloaded it. I put up, put up some pictures and um, it was really interesting because um, you get a lot of looky loos, a lot of people just wanting to swap pictures, but not really wanting to do anything else. Yeah. And also, I also had an agenda. I was really pushing for just a couple because I had that experience. I like that experience. Yeah. But I'm also too, like, I'm, I don't know if I said that, but I'm bisexual. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like one more than the other necessarily, mm-hmm. but I'm terribly turned on by both. So, right. um, and, and it's, and it's great. And, and so I was looking for a bisexual man with a wife and I found it and it has been amazing. It really has. Okay. Before we get into the details of all that, I want to just ask you, cause you do say, you know, you're bisexual you, and you did say that when you were younger, you kind of like fooled around like with your guy yeah. friend. Before you know, before you met this guy, was there any kind of hooking up with guys in between, or was this the first time that you were going to be with a man fully? This was the first time being with a man fully, right? Yeah, and I, I had always fantasized, I had always wanted to, but I was just, I, I never would. Like being being in the religion that I was, that I'm in, you, you're kind of, you, you learn to live without. <laughs> right of sense. course yeah without without a so, lot <laughs> yeah yeah without a lot and yeah. so so it, it's one of those things where it didn't it didn't bother me necessarily but but yeah when i was a teenager uh i had a friend who um me me and him would uh it started out just like we were wrestling we we would we love to wrestle we love to fight and just play around and stuff like that yeah and one time i jumped on his back uh, when he was laying on a couch and my crotch landed on his butt and he said, keep doing that. And I was like, doing what? He goes, just like <laughs> grinding on my butt cheeks. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I was like, okay. And yeah. so I did. And I got really turned on and he goes, Hey, come to my bedroom. So I did. And, um, I'm, I'm 14 at the time and he is uh, 17 mm-hmm. and he has the biggest dick. Oh my god! It is massive. Right. I mean, like co- like cocaine, like the sixteen ounce tall. Cocaine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I saw one of those. Like, I looked like a baby's arm. You know what I mean? It wasn't even yeah. look like a dick. It looked like an arm. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and um, he was he was uncircumcised, and it was just beautiful. And w- what's funny with the religion, like we would, I I would never suck on it. But I would like hold it and I would jerk him off and mm-hmm. I would jerk him off into a, into a sock and, and it was pretty hot. And we kind of fooled around and did some stuff, but we didn't ever go past just fondling and, you know, 
jerking off and stuff. So yeah, yeah. But it was always in the back of my mind. I've, I've always kind of held on to it as one of those good, sexy moments in my life. That's just for me, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I've always been very attracted, but I've always, I've always just held on to not, um, not acting upon them just because I just want to get in trouble. And I just, I, I've never been in a place where I felt like I could do it and enjoy myself. You know what I do when I'm alone or with my partner and I want to really enjoy myself? I break out my Crescendo Vibrator by Mystery Vibe. The Crescendo Vibrator is the award-winning, world's most flexible vibrator that hits you in all the right spots. And you want to know why it hits you in all the right spots? It's because it is fully bendable. You could bend the crescendo in all kinds of shapes. I mean, you could bend it like a finger. You could keep it straight. You could do all kinds of amazing things with it. It also has six motors that are divvied out throughout the whole vibrator, so there are no dead zones. It has 16 different vibrations to choose from, and there's an app with it, so you or your partner can control it. There's a reason why their crescendo has won over 20 international awards, and that's because it is one of a kind. Whether you're a woman or man, coupled or solo, the crescendo is for you. And today I'm going to give you 15% off your vibrator. All you got to do is go to mysteryvibe.com and use my code strictly15. That's mysteryvibe.com. Use my code strictly15 for 15% off. Thanks, Mystery Vibe, for sponsoring this episode. Do you like hot stories? I think like maybe we all like hot stories. I know I'm turned on by what I hear. And that's why I love Dipsy Stories. Dipsy Stories is an app full of sexy audio stories. And now they even have brand new written stories as well. No matter what you're into or what turns you on, Dipsy brings the stories to life anytime, anywhere. And want to know my favorite feature? It's their jump to the action button. So if you're really super horny, there's a button you can push, which will take you right to the part where the action starts so you could get right to it. And that's why you need to get right to it and download Dipsy app now. And for listeners of this show, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. That's dipsy, D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash strictly anon. That's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsystories.com slash strictly anon. Or just go in the description and click on the link. The app is free, so go download it now. Thanks, Dipsy, for sponsoring this episode. You want to know a secret about me? I am very into health and fitness. I take uber good care of myself, and you should too. And that's why I'm excited to tell you all about a product that I am now taking every single day, and that's Athletic Greens. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to get all my vitamins and minerals in one full swoop. And so I tried Athletic Greens. And let me tell you, I was shocked at how good it tasted. I swear. I'm like so into health and fitness that of course I've tried like every green drink out there. But Athletic Greens is literally the only one that tastes good. You'll be shocked. I was shocked and super happy because now it's so simple for me to stay healthy. I just take one packet a day, mix it with water, drink it up, and I 
feel great. There is no more need for a million different pills and supplements. So think of all the money you're going to save. It's also super clean, no GMO, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything. And it has less than one gram of sugar, which is great because sugar is evil. <laughs> Want to be healthier? To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash strictlyanon. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash strictlyanon to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Now you go on this app. Now I'm assuming, I mean, on this app, did you post like anonymous pics of yourself? I mean, because is it like a hookup app? I've never heard of this app. It's Is it, is it a total hookup app, free fun, you said it's called? Uh, free fun. I oh, think three fun. Called. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Duh. I've heard of that one. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Three fun. Yeah. So basically it is. I mean, you can do, it can do singles, couples. Yeah. And I was, I was hitting up gay couples. I, I didn't, I didn't get any response really from gay couples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did get a response from a guy who uh, had pictures, not of himself, but of his wife. He was kind of the caretaker of that, that whole scenario. Mm-hmm. And he said, he said, Hey, I, I you know, I, I like you. Like, what are you into? Which is kind of like the, normally the, the question that makes people turned off, but I was just like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll play. <laughs> yeah. And, and so I answer all his questions, you know, and he said, let's get together, try it out. And uh, also listening to your show, I've, I'm very into the uh, idea of safe sex. And so I talked to him about, you know, sex and if they were tested or anything. He said mm-hmm. that they test twice a year. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. And so that made me feel comfortable. And he actually had his te- his test results were, I think, six months old or so. So he was. He's, he's he actually going to get another test. Yeah, yeah. for another test. Mm-hmm. But he said that what they had done, him and his him and his wife, because he liked getting blowjobs from guys, his wife thought it was really hot that a guy would blow him just so that way he could have sex with her. Right. So you blow him first and then he goes and fucks her kind of thing. Uh, Is that sometimes. what you're saying? Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah but that's what he yeah, likes, sometimes. right? I don't, yeah. yeah, that's what he likes. He loves blowjobs and he loves to, so like say I have sex with her and then I come inside her, he in turn wants to go after me. He likes, he likes, I guess you'd call it sloppy seconds. That's his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, it, and it's, it's pretty hot. I, I, I actually really like it and I enjoy it. But yeah, so we, we get together and it's, it's usually, it's usually a pretty quick thing. I mean, I, I, it's, it's literally like maybe an hour, hour and a half or so mm-hmm. we hang out, talk a little bit, you know, uh, she'll walk out of the room, she'll come back naked <laughs> and we'll say, okay, let's all go to the bedroom and then we'll just, you know, get naked and have fun. Okay. Give and, me some backstory on them. Now, how old are they? And like paint the picture. What do they look like? Are they super hot? You know, do you go to so, their house? Are they Jehovah Witness as themselves? They're not. They're not. They're definitely not Jehovah Witness. Okay. Um, they. She is in her fifties, mm-hmm. and he is in his early sixties. Mm-hmm. She is incredibly hot. She mm-hmm. is. I mean, I think she could easily pass for pass for forty five. She is. Yeah. She is gorgeous. He. He's getting a little bit older. Um, he's not a bad looking dude. He's got a beautiful cock. I mean, it's great. It's great. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, 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 I love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I think, you know, because when you were like, I think sometimes we get wired for certain things, especially if something stood out, you know, like your first experiences, a lot of times will shape you for better or for worse, yeah. you know, in that couple, situation that you had when you were like 18 they were way older too and like you were in it that was like a really hot scenario for you and you know like you said it really raised the bar so I would think that you'd be attracted again you know being attracted again to an older couple would make sense you know it ties back into that first experience you had with that couple well yeah and yeah and and too like the there's not there's not kids involved that's another thing I didn't want you know to have somebody that had like teenage kids that might find out and then out me or something like that. Right. You you just kind of think of all those little scenarios and I keep going, this is the safest, hottest thing for me to do, which is to, which which is to do this. And it's been, it's, it's been awesome. It's been really great. Well, now where do you guys hook up? Is it at their place? It's at their place. Mm -hmm. And do they live like in your neighborhood or are they far away? Like, I mean, do you ever get worried that someone will see you driving to their house? No, no, they, they, they live, they live about 20 minutes away from me, Mm -hmm. uh, in a neighboring town. And, um, I, I don't worry about that. They, 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 they live far away from, I say like, they don't really have a lot of neighbors. I don't have a lot of friends that live close by to them. Right. And also, um, they, um, sorry, there was a policeman going by. Yeah, it's okay. Um, and I heard the car beeping. <laughs> People are always calling me in their cars. I get, you know, sitting in a parking yeah. lot somewhere. It's common. Go on. Yeah. But also, too, I, I'm able to go and visit them, you know, because I can kind of gui- uh, kind of guise it behind uh, my business. So I'm a, uh, I'm just going to say I'm a construction expert of some sort. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And so they always have things that they need done around the house. And what's interesting, too, is I, I do that also. So I'll go over there and I'll say, hey, can you put on this doorknob or can you put, oh, put this? Like you really do actually do some work. <laughs> I do. And they pay me. And then yeah, I fuck his, fuck his wife and suck his dick. And it's great. And, uh, oh, my God. Um, that's so funny. But yeah, it's 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 been good for my mental health, which is really weird too. It's it, it, in a lot of ways, it's given me a lot of patience for my wife and her scenario mm-hmm. because my cup because now my cup is full, right? And I don't I don't necessarily need to I don't necessarily need to try to masturbate because I I also had a chronic masturbation issue for a, for I'm gonna say more than 25 years oh, wow. multiple mm-hmm. times multiple times a day and um therapy really helped me to realize that that was something that i needed to to really rein in mm-hmm. for my sexual health and for my mental well-being and i i tested myself and i did it and it's been very successful um, i have much less of an issue maintaining maintaining erections and um, orgasms are so much better and so um and there's also a lot of research on something that men can do, which is, I think it's called semen retention or something like that. It's where you try to go for a week or two without doing it, you know, off and on. You don't have to do that all the time, but like, it's kind of like taking a tea break. If you're a, if you smoke marijuana, it's like a tea break only for jerking off Mm -hmm. or or orgasm. And so it's, it's been good for me in that respect, but yeah, definitely therapy helps and having a couple that allows me to just kind of get my kink every now and then and then 
just go back to normal, it, it's it's good. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. Wendy, we'll get yeah, we'll get some more stories. But wait, when I have some more questions, so. How many yeah. times, like, let's say like a month, do you see them? Is it like a couple times a year? Is it a monthly thing? Is it a weekly thing? Like, what's the consistency of your guys' hookups? So it's a couple of times a month. Mm-hmm. Uh, we try to, every couple of weeks or so, um, I like to try to get together with them. And it's honestly, it's been phenomenal. How it's, long you been uh, seeing them for? I've been seeing them since October. Oh, so it's kind of recent. This is a this is a fairly recent thing for mm-hmm. me. And before and, this, um, did you ever cheat on your wife, or was is this the first time? This is the very first. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did have a lot of guilt in the beginning, but it's it's since waned. And I think the reason why is because our relationship has gotten so much better. Wow. It, it's it's really weird. Yeah, some people <laughs> I, you, would think you, the opposite. Like, I would think, like, oh, I thought you were about to say because our relationship has got so much worse. And then, you know, someone would, like, justify it. Well, you know, she's such a bitch. Like, so I'm cheating and I don't feel bad. Whereas, it, you know, some people would think if the relationship is really good, that would create more guilt because you'd be like, oh, my God, I feel so bad. I, You know, here I am cheating on this person and we have such a great relationship. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, um, but it's the opposite one, for you. It, it really is. Mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like uh, things have gotten so much better, and it, <laughs> right. uh, it's it, and it's because it, it, of it's, the cheating. So you see, like this sort of like it, you're put it, it. It's together. It's because of the cheating that you see uh, uh, your relationship in you know improving. Absolutely, yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I think it's because it's it's a couple it's two things it it's because my cup is getting full, but also too my mindset surrounding her issues with sex it gives me more patience with her, and I guess and honestly gives me more understanding of an understanding I guess ear to to deal with her with her issues with her narcissism and you know being the one that really is the only one that initiates sex and stuff like that. Very seldom do I get an opportunity to have sex with her that I initiate or kind of, or like I would say uh, lightly initiate. Mm-hmm. Most of the time it's, Hey, like get naked. Let's fuck. Right. <laughs> and it's like, okay, let's get naked and let's fuck. And then, you know, we have the same sex and she eats orgasms and then I orgasm and then we go to bed or whatever. Like it's, it's so routine, but it's also to what she needs. Right. Like I, I've, I've asked for kinkier stuff. I've asked for toys in the bedroom. I've, I mean, I'm, I, I talked her into releasing my prostate one time and she did an amazing job doing it. What do you but mean releasing the, your pro- prostate? What do you mean? Well, milking, milking it oh, okay. through my butt. Yeah. And, and it was great. But I think it was great for me. Yeah. She thought it She thought it would be uncomfortable and not fun. And I think that's kind of what she was expecting. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't think she was expecting me to have a, an amazing orgasm. And so <laughs> now, right. she don't, she, now she won't do it at all. Because oh, um, you liked it. Yeah, because I liked it. Oh. And so... Um, and she, she, and like she likes P and the V. I mean, she likes just straight sex. Yeah. Missionary, I mean, like 
regular missionary dog. Yeah, yeah missionary doggy. Yeah, prone, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. And uh, she does not like oral. She does not like receiving oral. Really? Um, she won't give yeah, you a blowjob, and she doesn't let you go down on her. No, very seldom. Very, and usually oh. it's like a treat. You know, and for if she who? goes down on me. Uh, oh, for you. For me. Right, but yeah. she doesn't see she, it as she, a treat for her if you went down on her. No, no, she she doesn't like it. She doesn't like she doesn't like vibrators. She doesn't like vibrating. She likes penetration and pressure on on the clit. Mm-hmm. That is that is kind of her thing. But I, I'm into all kinds of stuff. I like to keep it fresh and interesting. Yeah, and and, and I went a very long time with with trying to make it work, and I feel like I have made it work. But I've also had to, to <laughs> do a few things differently yeah. for myself because I need to also honor myself. And mm-hmm. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm not a, I'm in good health, but at the same time, I don't, I've only got so much time on this earth. Yeah. And I don't want to be 65 years old, you know, and can't hardly do some of the things that I used to do and go, man, I really wish I'd have done that. Let me ask you this. What's her history? Like, have like, do you know if she like obeyed the rules and never masturbated? Was she a virgin when you married her? Does she have problems with the Jehovah Witness, you know, rule book or is she totally like it follows it to the T? She she is a hardcore card carrying Jehovah's Witness. She oh, loves wow, that's it. difficult then because that's a yeah. big disconnect between the two of you. It's a huge disconnect. Mm-hmm. And and it I don't know, like it it's just she she I know for a fact that she masturbated as a child, but that masturbation was actually it was an act to keep her from urinating because I guess her mother would um, would have her like not go to the bathroom for some reason, and so she would she would sit on her on the ball of her foot or her the, or her ankle, and then she would like rub on herself, and that kept her from having to pee. Oh, but, but it was also then creating an orgasm. Mm-hmm. It was creating an orgasm, and then so because of the sexual repression. She felt like after she finally figured out what that was, she felt dirty, and it actually was an absolute turnoff for her. Like she would not do it. Of course, I've asked her. I, I've asked. I've asked her to masturbate for me, mm-hmm. and she won't. She won't do it. Yeah, you got to feel for her because that's a fucked up like wiring she got right there. You know. Like, oh yeah. You know. Oh, absolutely. She, and so now she's having orgasms, but it's 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 like in her brain because like it, it's sort of wired to stopping something from happening that she wasn't allowed to do. So that's really going to take, it's really going to fuck someone up. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. What about her? I, like, I mean, does she know that you go to therapy? Like what does she go to therapy yeah. herself? Oh yeah. 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 She, she actually was the one that started therapy. Okay. Uh, and she, and she made a lot of changes in her life that weren't religion related. Uh huh. I saw that and went, okay, there's something to this. Yeah. And that's why and, you started. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I mean, why not? Why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I try to take the take the initiative to, to, to better myself, you know? And also too, I was going to try to call her bluff, you know, early on and be like, yeah, you know, this, yeah, it, it don't work. Yeah. But when I, but when I sat down with a therapist and I told her my situation with my religion, she said, look, I, she said, 
you can tell me anything unless it involves you like molesting children yeah, or yeah. killing somebody or doing like terrible crimes. Like I can't say anything to anybody like this is completely private. Mm-hmm. I can't report this to anybody. I would lose my job, my license, and I would probably get sued by you. So yeah. like you just know that like this is a safe place. And that is a place that not a lot of witnesses have because you're told that the only safe place is in the organization. Of course. With yeah. The elders of the congregation. They want and you to tell elders, them those things, not somebody yes. else. Yeah. So they can control yes. you. Exactly. There, it's a control. It's, mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with, you know, spiritual guidance or whatever, all yeah. that bullshit. It's not. It's about control. It is about knowing everything about you. I, it's, I look, I could talk for five days about yeah. just the witnesses. Yeah, on yeah me else. too. <laughs> I would find it fascinating. I mean, I, I, what, you know, it's, I, I feel like maybe it makes sense now because I was going to ask you, like, why haven't you gotten out of your religion? But I mean, it would be very difficult for you to do that because your wife isn't on the same page. I mean, you would lose everything. It's not like, you oh, know, yeah. Oh, I would lose it all. Yeah. 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 It, it's, a, it's, it's not a, easy. It's a, it's yeah. A, it's a captive organization is, yeah. is what has been coined in the XJW community. Mm-hmm. They, they hold, they hold you captive by holding your friends and your family because there's, there's, there's people that I know that uh, like, say for instance, in the seventies, a guy had five kids, all five of those kids had their own families. And so you've got all these different people all in the same religion and that's your whole network. That's your whole life. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. And the and the and the second that you mess up one time, and they think for whatever reason you're not exactly repentant, they can destroy your life for years at a time. Yeah, they they can take away your friends, your family, and you're stuck. I mean, there's people that are 16, 17 years old being thrown onto the street because they don't want to be a witness anymore. They have to have friends from school's parents take them in. Like it, it's a it's a big deal. And how much hypocrisy is going on? I would assume a lot, but is it very evident? You know, like, you know how, like, do you, are the people that are teaching you these rules and shoving them down your throat? I mean, is there a lot of talk uh, around town about them doing like crazy shit? Or do people really, are they really able to keep everything on the DL? So I'm going to say that that when it comes to sexual prowess issues, they keep it under wraps. They do a great job of holding that down in terms of and and when I say them, I'm referring to the governing body, which is. Yeah, yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's who I was asking about. Uh huh. One of the guys was caught on camera not not a few years back uh, on a Sunday when he should have been in church at a liquor store in upstate New York. uh, And he bought I think it was 10. 10 or 15 bottles of very expensive um, uh, whiskey or uh, what's the other, what's the uh, scotch? It was uh-huh. like really expensive scotch. I mean, it was like 1200 bucks worth of scotch. Yeah. And, uh, and this guy is honestly part of an organization that whenever you sign up to be part of the organization at the highest echelons, you're, you're, it's a vow of poverty. You, you, you're not allowed to have money. You're not allowed to make money outside. Like they give you a small stipend every month mm-hmm. if you're a volunteer there, but you, you're not any, anything that you make outside, you're supposed to report to them. And then they deduct the difference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's bananas. So that's, yeah. that happened there. And, and then the exact same thing with another one, he and his brother 
got a uh, they purchased a uh, investment property in uh, Alabama off the coast. I think it's uh, Gulf Shores. Mm-hmm. It's like half a million dollars. I mean, what's he needed for? Because at the same time, our our theology, quote unquote theology, is that the end of the world is coming any day. You know, right. all of us sinners are going to be, you know, ripped apart by angels. Right. And God's going to come in and say, hey, I'm the good guy. Remember? <laughs> so. So, yeah, there's a, there are some there are a few things like that, but nothing, nothing of a of a weird sexual nature, nature like that. There is widespread abuse cover ups of child sexual abuse. Mm-hmm. They do cover it. They do cover that up. And I'm very vocal about that. On the XJW community, I don't really talk about it publicly, especially within the community, because uh, you get turned in and then you'll immediately be shunned. Right. Um, it's so it that that's how that's how the organization really keeps its members on lock, and any anything that's against the organization, whether it's correct or not. I mean, the governing body could shoot a dude in the face right there and say, "I didn't do that, guys," and everybody would believe him. Wow. I mean, it's 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 that intense. It is that intense that these guys do no wrong. Yeah, I can't even. I don't even know. I I don't know how anyone stays in something like that. But I I mean, I get why they do because it's just generation after generation, like you're born into it. It's taught to you, you know, it's shoved in your brain, you know, you and, and then you're, and they're smart about it. Like you're fucked. Like you can't get out. You, you don't believe no. you don't buy any of this shit. You're a free thinker. You're your own person. You, you know, you know the deal, but yet you can't leave. No, no, you can't. Yeah. Um, they, they dissuade um, higher education uh, a quote from Tony Morris of the governing body is uh, the higher, the, the better the institution, the higher the danger. I mean, that's right, his quote. And yeah, he, yeah. Said, he says it often because critical thinking skills are learned at college. And when right. you go to college, they don't want you, you to realize, think for yourself. Of course not. Yeah, of course, of course not. not. They, want you, they, want, they want you to hang out and uh, write letters and send letters to everybody. I'm sure you've received a letter personally from from one of the witness people. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you have or not. But, I don't know that I have. I, mean, I would have thrown it away, but I'm like a very, uh, you know, uh, uh-uh. but you know, listen, I wasn't, like I said, I wasn't, I would be just like you, you know, probably like, I mean, it's very hard. I've had some Jehovah witness people on my show who have gotten out, but I feel like it was, I think I had a recent one on, but they were like a couple. I mean, I think it's like really hard. Like I said, for you, or they're like a single person. You, you would have had to have done it before you, you know, had kids and got a wife because that yeah. all that stuff just makes it really hard. Let's get back because we have like a good 15 minutes left. Let's get back to that couple and tell some more hot stories before we get off because like yeah, I could yeah. also talk about the Jehovah Witness thing for like so long because it's so fascinating. It's it's kind of like Scientology. You know, it sounds a lot like that. It's almost like cultish. Oh, it is. But let's talk. So that couple now, are you a top? Are you a bottom? Do you have anal sex with him? Like what? what do you do with the guy? I haven't had anal sex with him. I have definitely sucked his dick. And that's pretty much, that's when we get together, I'll suck him really good, but he doesn't want to come. He doesn't want to finish. He wants to finish in his wife. Right. And so, so yeah, so we, uh, we will, um, I'll do that. I'll eat her out. She, I mean, she's, oh, she's, incredible in what sense well well, just you know she's perfectly i mean she's 
like not a hair on her. Um, she's just very clean. She tastes amazing. She smells amazing. Um, and she, she gets off and she really enjoys it. It's a very, we have a very good chemistry between us when we're having, when we're having sex and even, and just as much too, when, when we're, um, you know, when we're having regular, regular sex, I mean, you know, she, she's very vocal. She, you know, she moans and it, and it sounds good and, you know, nails in, you know, the back and just, you know, when she, you know, whenever I come, she really, you know, grips onto me hard, you know, and really wants me to, you know, fill her up with every drop of me. Like, it's just, it's just a very visceral, very passionate thing. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I, you know, and we'll do, we'll like, sometimes she'll say, Hey, get behind me and I'll, I'll be fucking her from behind and she'll suck his dick and, you know, like he, he'll video it and stuff like that, but he doesn't ever video like my face or anything. It's just all. Yeah. That's um, smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, so he'll video video that that's really hot. Um, does he send no you problems. the videos? No. Okay. No, I, I do look at them when I'm together. Mm-hmm. I don't, I just, I just, to, just to be cautious. That's what I, I was going to say. Don't. That's why I asked. Cause I'd be like, get that shit off your phone. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. No, no. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I actually use uh, Google uh, Voice for uh, my communication with him because that's the easiest way to to send texts without it being tracked. Oh, what do you mean? Uh, so they have like Google. You could use Google Voice and send messages that aren't like sent through like a text box or something. Yeah. So uh, so I have a I have a throwaway. Uh, gmail account that i have set up with this with the with the google voice and i have a local number assigned to me but it doesn't notify my phone when i get texts and i have all notifications turned off so i have to physically go in when i want to check my messages and say oh okay i got a message from him and then we'll we'll message back and forth and then i completely delete it and it's gone forever it doesn't go through my it doesn't go through my network um other than just through the internet um, and if I need to get rid of it, I just log out mm-hmm. and, uh, it seems to work fine. <laughs> so he uh, likes to like, you know, you're both doing her at the same time, right? Like, I mean, it's, it's typically like the three of you in a threesome, not him sitting back and watching. He's not so much a cock more so that maybe you're just doing like MMF threesomes together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it's, it's nice. It's, uh. I, I, would, I wish I was more descriptive with it. But. No, it's okay. You blow him, he blows you. Yeah, um, she she blows me, and I it's it's just it's fun, and we and it's what, what I like about it. It's not long and drawn out. It's like a big quickie, and then once we're done, it's just like close back on and normal conversation afterward. There's it's it's a it is a to me it is a perfect transaction. Yeah. yeah. Of, mm-hmm. there's I mean you know I'm not in love with her in that way I'm not trying to get married to her or anything it's literally she wants some good dick I've got some good dick and I want some (laughs) good hot pussy and we do it and he likes getting blowjobs and yeah 
I mean, well, he also likes great. cleaning up, so he's into all that. I mean, there's a lot going on for him that he enjoys. Now, have you looked for other couples, or is this like all you're looking for? You're like kind of at the top of the mountain, so you don't need anybody else. Do they see other people? As far as I know, they have seen other people. I don't think that they do. I don't think that they do now. I, I'm I'm one of a few that they've had in the past. They and they were long terms for them. So they had they had a they had a guy for I think ten years. He was in the military. They had another guy that was a close personal friend of theirs who just kind of you know a drunken night turned into a fling that turned into a you know decades long you know friendship fuck fiesta mm-hmm. you know <laughs> <laughs> fuck fiesta that's funny yeah. So, but they, they just said, he just said, look, I'm, we're looking for somebody to come in every now and then and to just show us a good time. We, we don't need you to, you know, be here all the time and stuff like that. It's just something that we need. And it's something that I can maintain with my schedule and with my l- limited lifestyle that I have. And it works out for me. Yeah, no, I mean, it's perfect and- for them. It's perfect for you. I mean, they're not far like you said it, you know, it's helped your marriage. I mean, the the million dollar question is like, you know, do you plan on or at least my question is like, you know, now that this seems like it really works, is this just how you're going to proceed for the rest of your life? I mean, like, w- will you still try? Because I do think, you know, because there's stuff with, you know, you're with your wife and, you know, you still maybe have young kids and stuff, but, you know, your relationship is going to grow and change. And I just hope that you're still working on that relationship, trying to make it better. I know that like this is like a fix right now and it and it's like, oh, it made my relationship so much better. But like maybe you could still work on that big problem that you had in your relationship. No, you know. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Aside from just working on myself, you know, I do want to I do want to work on my relationship with my wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's and it's honestly it's given me the mental bandwidth to, to be able to do that. Um, I'm not I'm not pissed off and frustrated about, you know, the sex or lack of sex and. Uh, in our relationship and I can focus on my work. I can focus on my kids. I can focus on her. I mean, everything about everything about being in a relationship is way more enjoyable now. Did you guys ever have couple counseling where you talked about it and like, you know, did you did you ever talk about your problems, your intimacy problems, issues like with someone together or just separate? We always talked about doing it, but we always seem to be able to work out differences between each other. The, the sexual stuff, I, I wish we, we could have, and, and that's still on the table. I, can, mm-hmm. I think that there's a, a way we can do that. Well, one thing that we did do, though, is we used a, an app. It's like a couple's app. It kind of it asks you questions about each other. There's different subjects to go to, you know, whether it's like lovemaking or whether it's, you know, communication yeah. or physical touch like it, it has these different things and you can it's interesting because you can you can fill it out and then you can't see like you can't see their answers until they fill their answers all the way out and they can't see yours until you know but you know vice versa so um so that that's been nice because like throughout the day like i'd answer some questions and then she and she'd get the notification that she then she'd answer the questions and then we'd look at the results and we talk about them later on that night that was really fun what Um, app is that that sounds like that sounds like a good like an interesting concept what's the app do you remember 
Yeah, it's called Lasting. Lasting? Lasting. Lasting is the app name. And um, there's a there's a free version on there. And then um, I think it's like it's a little pricey. It's like 80 bucks a year for the for the full benefit. Yeah. But the full benefit is really the full, the full you know, the whole enchilada is nice. Um, there's there's also some like online classes and stuff like that that you can you know sign up for. I mean, it's it's really it's really immersive and it really it it gives you an opportunity to to be open about things. And you can't really go off on tangents either about stuff. You can't just write a bunch of write a bunch. It's you, it's mainly just clicks. Like you know, this is how I feel about this. Like it'll give you like A B C D. How do you feel about this, this, that, or the other? Right, um, right. And it it talks I, about all different things in relationships. Like is sex a part of it, or is it only about sex? Oh yeah, right. Oh no, it talks about sex, relationships. Yeah, that's great. Kids. I like that Over, app. That sounds like a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I would highly recommend it uh, yeah. to anybody. And you know, if if and, and also too, like if that couple that I'm that I'm with now, outside my marriage, if they were to say to me, "Hey, like we're not into this anymore, or we're we're gonna, you know, we're getting old, we don't want to do this anymore," you know, I would be okay. Mm-hmm. Like it, I, it's something. And I and honestly, if I was to, if that was to happen, I may not do it again you think i yeah i don't have to well you don't have to now because you have it i don't you think that you'd wind up like right where you started like you'd come full circle frustrated like and then maybe that would i feel like you'd it'd just be like a a big you know hamster wheel you'd go back and you'd wind up eventually needing it because you're not but i mean i think as long as you while you're doing this you should you know the fact that you're still working on that stuff with your wife that will ensure that you're not where you were you know before this yeah. started that you know you want to work on that relationship too so that hopefully when you lose that or at some point you could be being fulfilled you know at home right oh yeah that would be the the best case scenario and really i mean our you know, my wife and I, our sex has gotten way better over the last, I don't know, six months. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, 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 it's really improved. Mm-hmm. I got a, I got a vasectomy after my last uh, child because I didn't want any more. Yeah. And that was another level, you know, because it, it made our sex a lot dirtier. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't, I, I wasn't trying, I wasn't trying to like. Avoid coming inside come, of her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just, it made it way more, way more fun and free and free. And she liked it. I liked it. But still, there was just some things about her past and her previous traumas that just kept her from uh, being able to fully, you know, enjoy sex like yeah, it's sad for her. I feel sad for her because she definitely has stuff. But she could, if she really honed in and worked on that, I mean, she could really release that stuff and change her life. You know, that's her own, that's her own thing. But it does affect your guy's relationship. But it really is something that you know she's been dealing with her whole life. And, you know, oh, listen, she has three little kids. You know, I'm assuming they're still little. You know, you, you have th- she has three kids. I mean, you know, it's probably not the top of her mind, like on her to do list. Like, oh, I got to work on my sexual dysfunction right now. You know, she's got a lot going on, you know, she but, does, you know, yeah. you hope that at some point just for her, you know, and you're married second. But for her first that she does 
work right on that and and tries to release some of that because that's she she got really unfortunately wired improperly besides all the regular bad wiring that's going on that whole thing of not being able to pee and what she did i mean oh my god so fucked up but you know that is yeah but i love your story okay uh i like i said like you said too i could talk about that jehovah witness shit for like 10 i mean it's so fascinating to me how it's all set up i think a lot of people who are jehovah witness will find this episode and listen i think you don't have to be a jehovah's witness to find this episode interesting you listen because the whole story about how you found this couple and then the stuff when you were the couple that you had when you were 18 and what you did with your friend i mean all that is like super interesting so thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story i just want uh, just real quick, for any if there's any Jehovah's Witnesses that are on the fence about Jehovah's Witnesses, go to jwfacts.com or go to uh, the Lloyd Evans channel on YouTube. He has a ton of content about debunking a lot of the theology using the scriptures and using the organization's own literature against them. It, it's incredible. Oh, so interesting. It, Wait, so what does that so, say that again? It's the Lloyd Evans channel on. Wait, I can't hear you. You're paused. The Lloyd L O L L O Y D. Evans. Uh huh. The Lloyd Evans channel is on YouTube. He has a ton of ton of information on there, and also um, jwfacts.com. Mm-hmm. There's there's a ton of information that's brought together because within the organization information you you might for on one subject you might get 10 different answers yeah and so this brings all those answers together in a very easy to see way and go okay like there's not just one truth there's many different truths Mm -hmm. and so so just anybody that anybody that runs into um runs into doubts about the organization don't be don't be scared to to look at it because honestly it's it's freeing it's terrifying when you first do it but it is so freeing to know the truth about the truth. Right. And it doesn't and mean that, that you'll have to change your whole life. Right. Cause I think sometimes that's the big fear too, is like, Oh my God, if I do the, then, then what happens next? And I lose my whole family, you know, like, I mean, you could just go in and get informed. Yeah. Yeah. Just knowledge is power. Knowledge is power. Is. You know, take a little bit it of is. that power back. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you so much for, for having me on your show. No, thank you. And thanks for giving me those plugs at the end. I think that that's a good thing to put out there. All right. All right. Bye, Timothy. Thanks so much. Bye. See ya. Bye. Everyone, thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode. If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe, like, and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon, on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad-free, and you get to see anonymous pics 
of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.